Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, in today's gospel from Luke 11, 15 to 26, when Jesus had cast out a devil, some of the people said, it is through Beelzebul, the prince of devils, that he cast out devils. Others asked him as a test for a sign from heaven, but knowing what they were thinking, he said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself is heading for ruin, and a household divided against itself collapses. So too with Satan. If he is divided against himself, how can his kingdom stand? Since you assert that it is true, Beelzebul, that I cast out devils, now if it is true, Beelzebul, that I cast out devils, through whom do your own experts cast them out? Let them be your judges then. But if it is true, the finger of God, that I cast out devils, then know that the kingdom of God has overtaken you. So long as a strong man fully armed guards his own palace, his goods are undisturbed. But when someone stronger than he is attacks and defeats him, the stronger man takes away all the weapons he relied on and shares out his spoil. He who is not with me is against me. And he who does not gather with me scatters. When an unclean spirit goes out of a man, it wanders through waterless country looking for a place to rest. And not finding one, it says, I will go back to the home I came from. But on arrival, finding it swept and tidied, it then goes off and brings seven other spirits more wicked than itself. And they go in and set up house there, so that the man ends up by being worse than he was before. Dear friends, Jesus says, He who is not with me is against me, and he who does not gather with me scatters. The question each one of us should ask ourselves this morning is, are we with Jesus? He who is not with me is against me. Are we with Jesus? Are we with Jesus in prayer? Are we with Jesus in studying the word of God? Are we with Jesus in our quiet time? Are we with Jesus in church? Are we with Jesus in Bible sharing? Are we with Jesus in visitation and doing things for God? Are we with Jesus in adoration? Are we with Jesus in evangelization? Friends, Jesus is saying that if we are not with him, then we are against him. In other words, when we fail to do our basic Christian duty, our responsibility as Christians, when we fail to do them, we are acting against him, so to speak. In the Christian life, there is no middle line. We are either for Jesus or for the enemy. He makes it very clear. So we are either, we are either or we are either against him or we are for him. We are either scattering or we are gathering. 
He who does not gather with me is scattering. There is no middle ground, friends. Let us be bold and come out all out for Jesus. Let us be bold and come all out for Jesus. Let us not be shy to proclaim and profess our faith. He who is not with me is against me. And he who does not gather with me scatters. Are we gathering or we are scattering? There is no neutral ground. Let us respond to the invitation of Jesus. Let us stand up and stand out for Jesus. That is what the Lord is expecting us to do. And he goes on to say, But if it is through the finger of God that I cast out devils, then know that the kingdom of God has overtaken you. So long as a strong man fully armed guards his own palace, his goods are undisturbed, his goods are secured. But when someone stronger than he is attacks and defeats him, the stronger man takes away all the weapons he relied on and shares out his spoil. Friends, in Colossians chapter 2, we are made to understand Jesus defeated the enemy and made a public spectacle of him and took away every authority from the enemy, so to speak. That is what we are hearing here. Jesus says, but when someone stronger than he is attacks and defeats him, the stronger man takes away all the weapons he relied on and shares out his spoil. Friends, in Christ Jesus, we are stronger men. In Christ Jesus, we are strong. Who is it that overcomes the world? Who is it? First John 5, 4. The one who believes that Jesus is the Lord. And we know we overcome the world through our faith. Through our faith in Jesus Christ. We are stronger men in Jesus Christ. Stronger than the enemy. But remember what he says. It goes on to say, So long as a strong man fully armed guards his own palace, his goods are undisturbed. What does it mean to be fully armed? What does it mean to be undisturbed? No one can be truly undisturbed. That is to live in peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. No one can live in that kingdom. Friends, to be fully armed and be able to guard one's palace and be undisturbed is to live in the kingdom of God. Which Jesus is saying that as long as they attribute his works to the enemy, indeed the kingdom of God has overtaken them. In other words, they are living outside the kingdom. As long as they continue to attribute the works of God to the enemy, they cannot have peace. They cannot have true joy. They cannot have true righteousness, so to speak. That is what is in the kingdom. And when we attribute the works of the enemy to uh, the, the, the when we attribute the works of Jesus to the enemy, we are cutting ourselves out of the kingdom. We are putting ourselves out of the kingdom. That's what Jesus says, let them be your judges. But if it is through the finger of God that I cast out devils, then know that the kingdom of God has overtaken you. You, you got that? So long as a strong man, fully armed, guards his own palace. Who is a strong man? In Christ Jesus, we are strong men. And fully armed, we are told in Ephesians chapter 6. Let's see what is in Ephesians chapter 6. To be fully armed, we are taught and shown how and what it means to be fully armed. 
To be fully armed is the way to an undisturbed life, in quotation marks. Not that we won't have trouble, but we will have peace. Not that we won't have crisis, but we will have peace through them. We will have, we will have challenges. Jesus says in this world, we will have trouble. But we should rejoice because we, he has overcome the world. And because he has overcome the world, we will also overcome the world. In the name of Jesus Christ, we are strong men. And so, how does one get fully armed to be able to guard one's life or one's palace to ensure that one lives in an undisturbed um, environment, so to speak? If you read Ephesians chapter 6 from verse 10, St. Paul says, Finally, Build up your strength in union with the Lord and by means of his mighty power. Build up your strength, finally, in union with the Lord and by means of his power. Do you hear that? We are to build up our strength in union with the Lord. And remember in the beginning of America, Jesus said, He who is not with me is against me. Now St. Paul is saying that we should build our strength in union with the Lord. So when we engage in the activities that are filled with the presence of Christ, I mentioned them early on, Bible sharing, evangelization, personal prayer, meditation on the word, visitation of the sick, and doing that which Jesus has commanded us, we are building our strength in union with him. When we do good deeds that are already prepared for us, when we walk in them, fulfilling the, 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 the will of God for our lives, we are building our lives. We are building our, our strength in union with the Lord by means of his own mighty power. So Paul goes on, verse 11 of uh, Ephesians 6, he says, Put on all the armor that God gives you. Did you hear that? We are told, Jesus says, as long as a man is fully armed, not partially armed, fully armed, that man is unshakable. That man cannot be defeated, invincible. That man is secured. That man is protected. That man is victorious, so to speak. And how does that happen? He says, the person must put on the whole armor. Put on all the armor that God gives you. So that you will be able to stand up against the evil tricks. The evil tricks here talks about the enemy attacking. That's what Jesus talks about here. When the enemy attacks and you are the stronger one, the enemy cannot overpower you. But when you are the, over, the stronger one and you attack the enemy, you and I we will be able to defeat the enemy. And that is what we see. Jesus cast out this devil. Jesus did a casting out by the power of the Holy Spirit. In other words, Jesus is stronger than the devil. Jesus is stronger than the devil. That is how come he was able to cast out the devil. And then St. Paul is telling us in Ephesians chapter 6. So the verse 12 says, For we are not fighting against human beings, but against the wicked spiritual forces in the heavenly world. The rulers, authorities, and cosmic powers of this dark age. So put on God's armor now. Put on God's armor now, that's verse 13. Then when the evil day comes, you will be able to resist the enemy's attacks. And after fighting to the end, you will still hold your ground strong. What does he mean when he said, put on, the go put on God's armor? It means be fully armed. Be fully armed. Then when the evil day comes, 
you will be able to resist the enemy's attacks and not only resist but overcome him when is that evil day that is when the enemy comes to attack you or when you attack the enemy in case uh, in the place of a uh, healing and deliverance for example when you are in charge you are the stronger person that is the evil day so to speak but because you are fully armed you will win verse 14 it says so stand ready now with truth as a belt tight around your waist truth is the first weapon we are supposed to use to arm ourselves truth is one of the main armor of god we must be people of the truth we must stand for the truth we must speak the truth and we must live the truth and practice the truth so take note of that truth is as a belt around our waist with righteousness as your breastplate righteousness that is right living making conscious effort to be holy to walk in the will of god making conscious efforts to appropriate what jesus has done for us remember jesus is our righteousness we are righteous in christ jesus and we are encouraged to walk in holiness in righteousness in right standing with god take note of that that is our calling that is the second weapon the third one and as your shoes the readiness to announce the good news of peace our readiness to evangelize when we engage in evangelization we are waging war and the act of evangelizing is a weapon upon itself evangelization is a weapon for us take note of that and when we engage in evangelization we are arming ourselves and we are fighting a battle so to speak it goes on and as your shoes readiness to announce the gospel that's okay evangelization verse 16 and at all times carry faith at all times carry faith why listen saint paul says we live by faith the just man shall live by his faith so the christian life is a work of faith and that's why i say at all times not sometimes because as long as we are walking at all times we must not lose god we must live by faith the christian is christian life is a work of faith we live by faith not by sight walk by faith not by sight so he says at all times not sometimes carry faith as a shield for with it you will be able to put out all the burning arrows shot by the evil one friends arrows of discouragement arrows of fear arrows of doubt arrows of sicknesses arrows of misunderstanding arrows of every negative form friends we overcome them and we quench them by the shield of faith we are not discouraged nobody is able to discourage us nobody is able to conquer us they may oppose us but with our faith in the lord we keep pressing on and so that is faith our shield for with it you will be able to put out all the burning arrows shot by the evil one verse 17 and accept salvation as a helmet salvation salvation our knowledge of jesus is salvation we are told in john 17 3. so we must seek to know jesus and we must seek to acclaim him and proclaim him as our lord so to speak so when we declare him as our lord and savior we are accepting salvation when we ask how do we do that we accept him by manifesting and leaving out all the things i talked about engaging evangelization publicly pronouncing jesus as lord having our quiet time meditating on the word of god doing bible sharing all those things that in, uh, that are engaged uh, that are full of the presence of christ all those things that draw us closer to christ 
are aspects of our salvation. And when we engage in them, we are accepting our salvation, so to speak. And it goes on. And the word of God as the sword which, is, which the Spirit gives you. The word of God. Take note of that. St. Paul is saying that we must carry the word. The word of God must be part and parcel of us. We must be familiar with the word of God. And we must meditate on it. No, Moses told Joshua never to let the word of God depart from his mouth. He says uh, you must meditate on it day and night. So we are told that carrying the word of God is as the sword which the Spirit gives you. is the sword of the Spirit. The word of God is the sword of the Spirit. So we are supposed to be carriers of the word of God. That is one of the ways, one of the weapons that keeps us fully armed. It goes on. Do all this, verse 18, do all this in prayer. So prayer is one of the weapons we must fully arm ourselves with. We must be people of, of prayer. It says do all this in prayer. Asking for God's help. Pray on every occasion as the Spirit leads you. We are supposed to be led by the Spirit in our prayer. Very, very important. When the Spirit is leading our prayer, friends, we pray rightly. We pray exactly. We don't pray wrong prayers. For this reason, keep alert and never give up. Pray always for all God's people. We must be people who intercede also. When we are interceding, it's also a form of what? Waging warfare. He says, pray always for all God's people and pray also for me that God will give me a message when I am ready to speak so that I may speak boldly and make known the gospel's secrets. Friends, that is the armor of God by which we are supposed to be fully armed. That is the one. So take your time and read Ephesians chapter 6 from verse 10 to verse 20, so to speak. That is how we will be fully armed to be able to guard our palaces and to be able to live in goodness and in an undisturbed environment. Friends, that is the way to victory. That is the way to victory. That is the way to victory. And remember, we are victorious in Christ. We are more than conquerors. Never lose sight of that. And daily declare, we are more than conquerors. We are victorious in Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ, remain blessed. Have a wonderful day. Remain blessed in the name of Jesus Christ. We are blessed forever. We have overcome the enemy. We are beyond defeat. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hail Mary, full of grace. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners. Now and at the hour of our death. Amen. We are blessed. We are righteous in Christ. In Jesus' name. Have a blessed day.